0: that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
1: Good morning and thank you for joining us today for Live Dharma Sunday. Please note that if you have called in to listen to today's broadcast, then all lines have been placed on mute to avoid background interference. If you're listening from any of our Bright Dawn sites, note that it is not necessary to call in. You may have to wait a second or two for the loading and buffering process to complete, But if there is still no audio, please refresh your page. For more information about Bright Dawn and its activities and links to our social media sites, please visit brightdawn.org. Once again, thank you for listening to Live Dharma Sunday and enjoy the talk. morning and welcome everyone to Live Dharma Sunday for October 18th, 2020. Koyo Kubose here. So very, very glad you joined us. Indeed, the weather is turning cooler. I've been going out to my garden and uh, getting it ready for winter. But at the same time, I've been thinking about the process of composting. Um, from the beginning, I built these uh, the spare um, uh, what do you call uh, uh, plywood, sheets of plywood. I went on Craigslist and I found somebody who had some scrap Plywood. I think he got it from uh, some signage or some real estate companies had put up some signs advertising things, and uh, so they were full-sized four by eight. So he he was kind of like a junkyard, and so I I got them cheap, and I used these plywood boards to make um, compost bins. And, um, I've been using them every, all the time. And, uh, uh, he put, uh, it's an amazing process. I guess that's what I wanted to say. When you think about, when I think about composting, I said, gee, where's, you're getting all this waste material, landscape, all the landscape waste from the garden. I throw it in the, Compost bin. Uh, kitchen scraps. We have a recycle bin in the kitchen. When it gets full, take it and I throw it into the compost bin. And when you throw what's called green material in there, you have to combine it and cover it with brown material. So, in other words, you get this fresh uh, kitchen scraps and then put it into compost bin and then you take some uh, dead leaves, all brown, and you put it on top. You need the two, the green and the brown. Um, and isn't this wonderful? You <laughs> You're taking waste material and the process of composting is a chemical the microbes or <laughs> I don't know the exact uh scientific uh accurate description of the process but it gets it heats up the microbes are are working breaking the material down huh and from that waste material it gets recycled and you get this rich compost
0: you know uh
1: it, it's like super earth super soil and uh then you put it back into your garden and it adds uh, uh good uh organic material to the soil so that you can you know be good for planting okay it helps and uh this idea of recycling I, it just it's just so tremendous nothing's wasted you know and and then when you think about it, there's such a thing as spiritual composting too. You know? In the person's life, nothing's wasted. The karmic influences, they're all working, you know. And uh things even from uh waste products, yeah. Okay? Even when the waste product is something that was a not a very pleasant event in life, event provides the material to be transformed into something that's very valuable for the richness of one's life um, and be fertilizer. Okay. So just like uh, B.M. is fertilizer, becomes can be transformed into fertilizer so can negative life events also become very valuable, if not essential, for spiritual growth. And like my father says in one of his uh, essays titled, Misfortune is Fortune, or Black is White, meaning that in the spiritual world, uh, it's the so called negative events that become super positive, so it's because that you get sick that you could appreciate health someone who he was was his favorite example someone who was so healthy he never got sick he doesn't know he doesn't really appreciate his good health he never had any contrary experiences okay? um, if you if you were always rich and you wouldn't know about frugality or the value of things, you know. Uh, if you have to struggle, then that's the basis of appreciation, okay. Uh, and I think that spiritual composting, ah, that could be a topic very, it could be expanded upon. You know? How how does that work? What are some illustrations of that, okay? Well, you take waste products and you can recycle them, you can transform them okay you you take that uh, negative event, a life event you you add some wisdom to it, okay? and the wisdom can transform you know our attitude, our way we process it we uh, makes all the difference. There's a process going on there. Uh, If someone, you know, saw these these this bad thing happen to me all my life would be would be good if if only these bad things didn't happen. Okay, Um, maybe it's overly pessimistic or overly cynical, and then as opposed to being able to see the possibility of transformation, that's what composting is—spiritual transformation gets transformed is something that uh, doesn't have to be necessarily a negative event, but that's the point. That's the impact point. Even stinky waste product like BM, yeah, when it gets transformed, it becomes fertilizer. Huh? That's, that's something very organic, something very natural, something profound about that. <laughs> well anyway, okay. Today's guest to give us a Dharma glimpse. Looking forward to Michael Shinho, part of our LM3 group, and uh he lives in Texas. So let's hear from Michael Shinho.
0: Good morning. The title of today's Dharma Glimpse is about the invisible man. Maybe you've read the science fiction novel by H. G. Wells. Or maybe you've seen one of the movies or TV series by the same name. The main character, Griffin, is a scientist who invents invents a way to change his refractive index so that he becomes invisible. The problem is that he can't reverse it, so he shows himself by covering up with bandages, a hat, gloves, etc. Griffin is described as being reclusive, unfriendly, and introverted. However, the story I'm about to tell you is not about Griffin... Instead, I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself, particularly my shadow self. A Dharma brother recently posted a link for World Mental Health Day. He added a comment that which read, We all need to check in with ourselves to see if we are okay. This was great timing for me. October can be a little bit rough, aside from self-diagnosed seasonal affective disorder, <laughs> which I think most of us may... Uh, self-diagnosed this way. (laughs) Um, Several years ago, I also lost my mother in October. Um, Without checking in on myself, I might not have recognized the fact that I sometimes have depressive tendencies, especially at this time of year. Every fall lately, I seem to go through a phase where I lack motivation, and this year has been the worst. I think this is due not only to the above-mentioned issues, but also to COVID and a toxic political environment that I sometimes allow myself to get dragged into. I don't think anyone else sees this except for my wife. And this is what I'm talking about when I bring up the invisible man. Most people won't know when something is wrong. Take Robin Williams for example. We recently had a coworker who committed suicide. I didn't know him that well because he worked on a different shift, but whenever I did see him, he seemed happy and smiling. I had no idea what he was going through. This sort of thing is often invisible to others. At this point, I need to add that through all this dark negativity, there is much light. That light is the awareness of the situation. So how does one reverse the curse of invisibility? Well, it's not likely to be the exact same way for everyone. First, one really does need to slow down and check in with themselves. Practice mindfulness. Be aware of what is going on with your emotions. For me, being able to accept that this is something that happens every year around this time is transcendent. This acceptance is what is generally kept hidden or invisible. Is sometimes called shadow work. Just knowing that this is happening, even though I don't particularly care for it, (laughs) allows me to push through it and take action. I know it's only temporary, just as all things are impermanent. By acknowledging it and talking about it, I become visible again. No longer the invisible man. I can go about my day and bring my shadow along with me. So check in with yourself and become visible. Thank you.
1: Very good. You know, this theme of uh, all kind of teachings are there. Um, My father, Reverend Gomez Cabosa, used to say one of his teachers, uh, his his teacher, Reverend Haya Akegarasu, one of his favorite sayings was, uh, the translation is, first, know yourself. And of course, this uh, we can see this reflected in uh, Socrates' uh, <clears throat> advice to, And uh, self-awareness, self-reflection, introspection, this process Um, Or even uh, psychologists uh, have said, uh, you know, an unexamined life is, you know, not very meaningful or impactful. You got to look at yourself. And this is (laughs) easier said than done because... uh, When we say look at ourselves, we say that doesn't mean just look at the good parts of ourselves, the parts we like, but doing the shadow work. Interesting phrase, isn't it? And uh, check in with oneself. And uh, uh, yeah, invisible. Something may be invisible to others because we hide it. (laughs) Yes, then. The maple leaf haiku applies. Huh? Maple leaf falling down, showing front, showing back, and uh, uh, what a life of naturalness. Okay. Yeah, even um, uh, a spiritual person, um, uh, say a monk, yeah, I, I still, I, he bowed in respect to that maple leaf that he saw falling down because he says. He's I believe, is living such a natural life as it fell down, showing front, showing back. I always try to show my front, and I keep my my back invisible to others, okay, and maybe even to oneself. Yeah, that's the <clears throat> the nuance there, the the deeper layer, and. Um, we we keep our front porch all shiny and clean, but our back porch is all messed up, throw, throw all the junk there. Um, and this is a, a very fundamental uh, teaching of life. Okay? And we see it present in a lot of, uh, you know, Buddhist applications of... Um, First, know thyself. Okay. Uh, uh, otherwise, yeah, yeah. as it has been said, you know we don't talk about sin in Buddhism. Okay, we talk instead. We talk about ignorance, and ignorance of self is the most basic. Okay. Um, So it's not an easy thing to say, well, okay, yeah, I know. You know, on a superficial level, you say, if someone hears, oh, know thyself, oh, okay, ah, I want to find out, you know, am I a cheerful person and what is my social roles? I want to know. No, no, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the back side, the invisible side, the shadow side, the dark side, the side that. (laughs) is invisible to others and even worse, invisible to oneself. You know, uh to be able to be the ball, ease of being oneself. Okay. Find yourself, be yourself. Okay. Whatever you're gonna be, whatever you are, a hey, be a good one. You know. Live your unique Absolute value, absolute uniqueness. Don't have to compare to others. Be yourself. That's where it all comes from. You want to show the good side for the social aspect of it. And uh, that's a recipe for, um, what can we say, a conflicted life. You always... There's some defensiveness there there's always some inf- inferiority superiority complexes going on okay? and uh, uh it's the, provides a very unhealthy basis okay? but a life of naturalness huh? that uh that kind of spiritual naturalness uh, i think is uh a worthy a very deep Uh, uh, teaching tool. Well, okay. That's all for today's broadcast. Till next time, keep going and you have a beautiful day. Thank you. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.